Hello, this is Deb McBride, and welcome to my astrology podcast. And actually, this is my astrology podcast redo. This is the 23rd of July of 2018, and I'm broadcasting from lovely Escazú in Costa Rica. Now, I am redoing this because I wasn't happy with my first podcast that I made on Saturday evening. And I feel that other things should be said about this week, which is an important week. So here we go. Here's what I'm going to repeat. I'm repeating the fact that we are having a lunar eclipse and a Mercury retrograde. The lunar eclipse is at the south node. Now, if you know anything about the nodes, the, the north node is where we are fulfilled and where we're going to and the direction we need to be going to. And the south node is the direction we're coming from, meaning everything we already know are default. And we tend to default very easily. We like to default because it's easy, because we go there and we already know the terrain and we can just sort of relive it and go over it again. But the south node is also where we have uh, habits that, you know, often need to be broken. So with a lunar eclipse, there are many times that we have to let our habits go and old habits do die hard. However, it is important to remember that we have control over everything that happens to us. We have control and the more conscious we are, the more evolved we are, the more hip we are to what's happening in our life and the energies around us, the more able we are to navigate this eclipse or any aspect for that matter. So everybody needs to navigate this. We're not subjected to being victims of the planets. We have utter, absolute control over our thoughts. And there are times when we really need to make it mind over matter. And this is one of them because one of the reasons I changed this is that I gave some warnings in the last one. And I don't think that it was entirely uh, productive. So what I'm going to tell you is this. Uh, when there is a lunar eclipse at the south node, we tend to gravitate towards what is secure and familiar. And instead, we need to go forward towards what is maybe a little more of a risk, but is ultimately more fulfilling. And that is the direction of the North Node. The North Node in this case is in Leo. The South Node in this case is in Aquarius, the opposite of Leo. Nodes are always an axis. They are opposite signs always in your chart and in the sky. So if you are someone who has planets at the South Node, you know that you reach for things very easily that might not be the most uh, productive way of handling things in your life. Now, the North Node in Leo is creative, it's loving, it's ruled by the sun, and the sun will be in Leo as it is in Leo now, and the sun helps us shine, it helps us find the light in our lives, it gives us our life force, it gives us our life direction, and it gives us the place that we need to be in to find our purpose. And 
we're not, uh, everybody's a Leo. No one has said that. But in this case, we are all going to tap into that Leo energy because the Leo energy is where our heart is. And Leo rules the heart and it rules courage. And the thing that we need to find in this eclipse more than anything else is our heart and our courage and our loving and intimate parts of our heart. This is where we need to cast aside the judgment. We need to cast aside the separations. We need to cast aside the contrariness. And Aquarius, the South Node, can be contrary and intellectual and over-intellectual in some respects. So this is a time when we need to address sort of the, the part of us that wants to be analytical and analyze it to death, which is what you know, Aquarius energy can do, especially when it's the South Node. And the part of us that needs to feel like we're in control by analyzing it or overanalyzing it. We're not in control of everything that happens to us, but we are in control of our mind and we can control our reactions to things and we can have a neutral perspective. And the best thing to have is balance. The nodes are in axis. We balance the north node with the south node. The eclipse, which is a lunar eclipse, means that the sun is at the north node and the moon is at the south node. And that means that above all, we have to have balance. We have to have the balance of what Leo represents, which is the intimacy and the affection and the generosity and the big heartedness. And we have to have the south, what the south node represents, which is the analysis and the intelligence and the independence. Now I said analysis, not over-analysis. You know, you can think about things. The independence and the freedom to be who we really are. So Aquarius is often marching to the beat of their own drummer. And that's in this time, at this point, we all have a drummer inside of us that drums out our rhythm every single day. And we know who we are and we know what we're like. But in this case, we need to embrace something outside of us that is more connected and more deeply felt in our heart. So we have to be true to both of those things. We have to be true to the part of us that is very aware of who we are every day and, and that drumbeat that of our lives. And we need to be aware of how we connect with people and support people and be a friend, but also be loving. Now, Aquarius and Leo are different in that Leo wants to fall in love and Leo wants to be affectionate and Leo wants love, love, love and, and to be um, a lover and to be passionate because it's a fire sign. And Aquarius wants to be cool and detached and be friends and be buddies and be your best friend. And so there's a balance between this because if we don't have friendship, then we can't have love. And we can't have just love and not 
embrace the fact that we have to be, you know, friends with the person. So we can't just start off loving someone. We have to know them and acknowledge them and, and listen to the beat of their own drum too. Because if you don't tune into their drum, you're not going to, you're just going to love based on fantasy. And so you have to know who a person is to make them your friend and to love them. And the important thing during this eclipse is to really connect with people and show your love. So we tend to, um, we tend to be dramatic in our description of eclipses sometimes with astrologers. And I'm trying to present something that is more balanced and more neutral. If you allow yourself to get sucked into the South Node, which we all can do, um, which means, you know, the drama, um, then you're going to experience something dramatic. If you keep your head on straight and stay centered and look to the future and focus on your long-term goals in a healthy way and in a creative, passionate way, then you are going to be just fine. <laughs> um, staying balanced, staying neutral, this is all really important. I know Leo is a drama sign, um, but what's really happening here is that we need to in, invite in our passions and our what we really want in our lives and where we shine and where we know we can um, support others and be present for people. So that's part of it. It is not a simple eclipse. It's complicated because Mars is on the south node and when, again, when we have a planet sitting on the south node, as Mars has been for these last few months, Mars triggers the eclipse, and Mars is a passionate planet, but it's also a warrior planet, and we need to find the warrior in us, not give him too much, because Mars is retrograde and it's on the south node, so, you know, you got to take that warrior energy and not dwell on it and like be fighting with everybody, you've got to take that warrior energy and put it towards what makes you your heart sing and towards your passion in your life. And you have to take some courage and some action. Mars is an action planet. Yes, it's retrograde, but that doesn't mean we roll over and go back to sleep. It means we take the action that we need to take that is loving and that's supportive and that's, you know, shows gratitude in our life for our friends and for who, who's with us. Now, Mars is definitely um, a bit challenged this time because it's squaring Uranus. And so now we have what we call a T-square configuration with Mars on the south node with the moon and the sun on the north node in Leo and Uranus is in Taurus squaring them. So it, it, it's the apex planet. And the energy shoots out into Scorpio, meaning the Scorpio is the empty space. And so... There again is passion, Scorpio. There again is uh, what makes us tick, what makes us come alive. And so this eclipse is about taking steps and making decisions and acting towards what makes you come alive, not makes you sit in your house, you know, with your, with your knitting and your numbers, <laughs> with your spreadsheets. <laughs> um, what makes you, takes you out of yourself and allows you 
to step forward and come alive and be passionate. And it's so important to be brave because Mars is bravery and it's confidence too. And it's hard right now. We're all being tested because Mars is retrograde. It's hard to know where the right steps towards confidence and bravery are. And what does it mean to be confident and brave? And when we take action, we step into love. And when we take action, we are stepping into faith. So this is so important to know. This is so important to pay attention to because we have to, um, use that Mars energy properly. Uranus is always the unexpected factor. You may think you know what's going to happen, that you're going to go into work and ask for a raise and, and there, it's all hell's going to break loose. But that may not be the case. Uh, so there's an element of surprise in this and enjoy the surprise. Don't look at Mars Uranus as if it's going to kill you or hurt you. Look at it as if it's the one thing you hadn't considered that could really move your life forward because that's what those planets do. They help us move forward. Mars and Uranus. They break free of restrictions. They help us have epiphanies and epiphanies and insights are really important to have right now. Epiphanies and insights are really important and to really focus on them and gain clarity because we aren't going to have clarity um, if we just sort of stay in this, the murkiness of the South Node. So allow Uranus and Mars to bring you some clarity and allow Uranus and Mars to give you a good laugh and to give you some joy and some exuberance and some blood coursing fun. You know, it's a bit of a roller coaster. Uranus is always a bit of a roller coaster. So you want to take action and take a risk and see where the roller coaster takes you. What kind of ride are you on with that roller coaster? And that's what, that's what really matters right now is, is to enjoy the ride and open, open to your heart and open to what the truth is in your heart and allow yourself. And like, for example, Aquarius South node, and I did mention this in the other podcast is that Aquarius South node is the person wants to stay friends and be friends um, and maybe what that, those two people are supposed to do, a person is staying friends, maybe what they're supposed to do is fall in love. And that is perfectly fine. To, to fall in love is, you know, a wonderful thing. Maybe you have a best friend that has been your best friend for years, but it's just worked better as friends because you haven't taken the step towards falling in love. And that's what the North Node wants us to do is take that step and be loving. And, you know, and seek clarity in that. So in other worlds, Mercury is going retrograde on the 26th. So the eclipse is Friday the 27th at 4.20 p.m. Uh, 4.20 p.m. Eastern time. And what's going to happen is in between the sun is going to square Uranus on Wednesday and Mercury is going to go retrograde on Thursday night. Um, actually Thursday AM. So it's really almost like Wednesday night. So what's happening. Let's, let's talk about Mercury first. Mercury is the planet of communication and everybody knows Mercury retrograde and that details need to be paid attention to and that we need to work on our 
you know, communications and make sure our communication skills are good. But Mercury is um, in Leo. So that means it's going to be with the south, uh, the north node, pardon me, the, the north node and the sun. So that's three points in Leo. And Mercury in Leo is more of the same of following your heart and listening to your heart and tuning in to your heart and making sure that you are on your correct path and you're following your calling. And Mercury in Leo invites us to shine and Mercury is not, um, you know, Mercury is not conjunct the sun and the, the north node, but it's still in Leo inviting us to listen to the music, you know, listen to the creativity, listen to our heart. Mercury is going to be retrograde until August 19th. It will go direct at 11 degrees of Leo. So it's going to go through a good portion of Leo and it's not going to hit the points the eclipse is on, but it's not going to uh, harm us either. I think there's some good information in Mercury retrograde. It's very creative. It's in, in that Leo is very creative and it's in a fire sign. So, we are going to speak from our heart and we're going to tell the truth from our hearts. And that is worth all its weight in gold. That's, that's worth everything. If you can be honest and speak from your heart and if you need to tell someone you love them or if you need to tell someone the truth. Um, but I tend to think this is more about being honest in your heart about who, who you are. And, and listening to your heart. So that's going to be a very interesting time, especially since it's connecting to the eclipse. The other thing is that I mentioned briefly that the sun is going to square Uranus. So the sun is going to start moving into the aspects that are around the eclipse. The first one is the square to Uranus, which is going to be in the morning of the 25th, Wednesday. And that aspect is going to then sort of set up the energies around the eclipse. Um, and then Mars is going to oppose the sun first thing Friday in the wee hours of the morning. Now, what that means is Mars and the sun oppose during the retrograde. So this is the only time they really are in opposition with each other is when Mars has gone retrograde. So there's always a point during the Mars retrograde, right in the center of the Mars retrograde, that the sun opposes Mars. And so this is how we look back at the retrograde and see how far we've come and what we've done and what we need to do in the rest of the retrograde. So Mars is retrograde this time for two months from June 26th to August 27th. And so here we are on the 27th of July with the sun going opposite Mars. So this is really the midpoint of the retrograde. And so with that midpoint of the retrograde, this is where we sort of examine what we've been doing with this Mars, how confident we are, how, how willing we are to step forward where we need an extra dose of confidence. It's going to shine a light on our warrior self. In the meantime, uh, the moon, which is part of the eclipse, is going to make the square to Uranus, the same square that the sun made. It's going to have a square, which is a bit of a challenge that morning. And, and then the moon on Mars... Uh, later in the afternoon, and then finally the eclipse at 420. And then it's all going to be followed by this very nice Venus trine Pluto that evening, which means that, you know, that emotions and people and relationships 
are going to be passionate, but generally okay, because the moon, I mean, the, the Venus is making a lovely aspect to Pluto. So they're going to actually be friends for change <laughs> and passionate friends. So I like where the Friday winds up. It's a good aspect. I think the most important thing to do is ride the wave and ride the roller coaster and get excited about this. Uh, the worst thing you can do is hide under the covers. Um, and that's why I want to tell people that, you know, to refresh this and tell people that, you know, we shouldn't be afraid of this, that we should really embrace and be openly connected to the energies that are coming. They are for our use. They are to help us and, you know, make us more successful in our lives and to work through um, things that we might need to, that we've been working on for a while. Um, the experience of Leo is a very positive, Leo's a very positive sign. And so is, so is Aquarius really. But Leo's, you know, you never see too many depressed Leo's. Yes, I'm sure I'll get people telling me, well, I'm a Leo and I'm a depressed person. But, but for the most part, they're ruled by the sun and they are sunny and they are optimistic and they're going to find the bright side in all of this. And that's what's really important is to sort of take the energy, find the bright side and follow it. And that's what's necessary in this time of eclipse. We do have some other lovely aspects this week. We have some very creative aspects as Venus is going to make with Saturn and also with Uranus during the week, which we, and Venus is very active as um, tomorrow, the 24th, Venus is opposing Neptune in the afternoon, Eastern time. And Venus opposing Neptune is really this lovely, insightful aspect. Venus, the love principle, Neptune can be illusion, but it's also creativity and spirituality. And so as we're going into this week of the eclipse, it's important to find our spiritual center and it's important to have unconditional love in our lives because that's what Venus and Neptune are about, the unconditional love. And it's important to be at peace with where we are creatively and where we are in our hearts because Neptune does bring peace. The most important thing is to tune in, to tune in and listen and to tune in to what we're hearing from other people and what is present in our lives with other people. Um, it's very interesting because Venus, Neptune, you know, sometimes we could put on the rose colored glasses, but I would say in this case, it's time to embrace the experience of, you know, Venus in Virgo opposite Neptune in Pisces. Neptune's in its own sign. And Venus is really a very um, beautiful experience opposite Neptune. And it can be, you know, if we fool ourselves, yes, we, we can certainly fool ourselves during this. But we can also dream big during this time. And Leo is all about fulfilling those dreams because it's creative. So the most important thing to do here is kind of look at what you've got, look at the information you have and how much reality is involved because Neptune can like sway us to think that it's real and it's not. So, you know, it's very important to work with the energy and to understand that Venus Neptune is going to show us something intuitive and, you know, 
if we're in a clear place, it's good to trust that intuition. So on that note, uh, the sun is in Leo. It's in a good place. The sun belongs in Leo. It rules Leo. And the sun is at strongest in Leo. So I have a feeling we're going to come out of this okay. On that note, um, my name is Deb McBride. Thank you for listening to my podcast. If you want to get in touch with me, it's Deb at DebMcBride.com. And our, uh, my Instagram page is at Deb Astrology. And so is my Twitter at Deb Astrology. And I do one minute videos or now on IGTV, a little bit longer videos about astrological events and how that's going to feel and what we should expect and how we can handle the energy. So I invite you to look at those. I also write a blog and I'll be writing one this week about the eclipse. So have a great eclipse. Any questions? Get in touch. Thanks so much.